Welcome to the Wonder of Advent podcast, daily devotions from the first Sunday of Advent till Christmas Day. We're so grateful to have you join us. I've been looking forward to this and sharing with you these wonderful writers who have taken time to think and to pray and to write to encourage and challenge us as we seek Jesus through this season of Advent. Remember that Advent just isn't about celebrating his first coming, but the celebration of Advent is something we do to remind us of his faithfulness and his promise kept and that he has made another promise that he will return. He has gone away to prepare a place for us that where he is, we may be also. He will return again for us and we Thank him for this first Advent, and we look forward to the next. Today we kick things off with my friend, colleague, and pastor of Berean Assembly of God in Springfield, Carl Friedel. Over these months, you're going to hear from people from three different churches, all different ages, male and female, and I think this is going to encourage you. So thank you for taking time to join us. For just for a few moments as we begin, before we listen to Carl share, let's just take a few moments of quiet. There was like 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and the New, and we're not sure if it was that God wasn't speaking or we weren't listening. Whatever the case, this Advent, we want to be a people who listen, and sometimes we have to get still and a little bit quiet to hear. So let's just start this podcast by doing that, just for a few moments. Let's do it now. Well, let's turn to day one of the Wonder of Advent podcast and listen to Pastor Carl Friedel. Read with me Exodus 40, 33 through 38. And so Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and fire was in the cloud by night, in the sight of all the Israelites during all their travels. We were all packed with matching t-shirts bearing the famous mouse for a family adventure to the land of characters and lightsabers. There was great excitement and anticipation for what was to come this week. Anaheim, here we come. Arriving at our quaint hometown airport here in Eugene, we found out that due to mechanical failures, our flight was postponed to the next day. The next day. We're supposed to be in the happiest place on earth the next day. Our entry tickets, non-refundable. 
and no one's at the airline desk to give us direction to resolve this roadblock to our fun getaway. We are stuck a few miles from home with no way forward to the trip that we've been dreaming about. In Moses' story, God instructed him to build him a dwelling among his people. The tabernacle was a tent of meeting for God's presence. God gave detailed instructions to Moses for its construction, and he wanted it portable. The details of its construction give a sense of growing anticipation for what was going to happen upon completion. What's this going to look like? How will God come? Moses finished his work, and then, then is a pivotal word. God's promises follow obedience and faith. Moses finished building this humble tent, and then God put his glory on, around, and through it. We do our part, but we need God to put his glory on, in, and through it. Our hope is derived from his glory placed in our lives. God gives his glory when we follow him in faith, when we put hope in his presence and plans. Tabernacle was portable for a reason. God was taking his people on a journey toward his promises. When he moved, they were to pull up stakes and go too. Unfortunately, there were mechanical issues, fear, doubt, etc., roadblocks to the promises. Forty years later, God led his people across the Jordan into those promises as they learned to put hope in his presence and his plans. We made it to Disneyland. We bought tickets for another flight out of Portland later that evening. We drove north, flew to San Diego, rented a car, and drove north again. It wasn't our plan, but we made it. My cool-under-pressure wife was the hero. She orchestrated this pivot plan on the fly, no pun intended. She delivered us to our dream vacation. God, the great orchestrator, is great under pressure. He's the hero in which we put our hope. He always delivers his dreams for us when we follow him. As we begin Advent, let's put our hope in Jesus alone. Follow his presence and his plans. Thank you so much, Carl. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. We pray that your day is filled with encouragement, filled with God's presence, and opportunities for you to ask the question, live out the question, what does love require of me? Until tomorrow, bye-bye.